Mark chapter 6, verse 30 to 34. Um, we are not reading that. Talks about how Jesus fed the 5,000. The 5,000. And Mark chapter 6, verse 45, talks about Jesus walks on the water. I want all of you to ask, why did Jesus on that day chose to walk on water? You know, we have all read Sunday school. You know, Jesus walked on water. But I want to show you why he walked on water. Isn't that powerful? We are fascinated he walked on water, right? We say, yes, he's the son of God. He can walk on water. But do you know why the Son of God walked on water that day? The whole Bible is for us. But do you know where the voice of God is for you in today? Because this is a living book. If you read the Bible like, you know, like a textbook with syllabus, chapter one, chapter five, of course it has chapters, you know. But I'm saying, if you read it like this order, that order, I'm doing this study like this, it's wonderful but it is you carrying yourself. But there is a place where the Holy Spirit's voice can carry you to a place. And when you're carried by that voice, and you, when you read what he tells you to read, his voice has another location through it. So when a sermon comes to you, which is carried by the voice, like right now, I heard the Spirit of God say, Jesus walks on water. And I was searching for Mark chapter 6 because I know that's where it is. Now, the voice of God is carrying me into this sermon. And when I preach this out of this flow, whoever is listening to it are also being carried by the same voice. Do you know how it works? And when you listen to this word that God is speaking to you today, and when you revisit the same chapter after you've been carried by the Spirit, this chapter will never look the same to you again. Because now it is propelled by the voice of God. Okay. So Mark chapter 6 verse 45. This is what it says. Immediately, he made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, to Bethsaida, while he dismissed the crowd. If I read the same one in... Um, let me read King James Version. And straightway, he constrained his disciples. Meaning like, hey, don't stop right where you are. I want you to do this right now. To get into the ship, he forced them to get into the ship. And to go to the other side before unto Bethsaida, while he sent away the people. So immediately he made his disciples get into the boat. And go before him to the other side, to Bethsaida, while he dismissed the crowd. So basically, he fed 5,000 people. People on Zoom. What a powerful party. 5,000 people were fed. Supernatural meal. After feeding 5,000 people, everybody were like, oh, wow, what a glorious night. Heavens opened, food multiplied. 
and everybody ate and there's so much left over feels like okay you know it all happened and then he told the disciples now it's time that you all go away from me they were like what are you talking about we don't want to leave you now we had such a glorious outpouring not only of the spirit but even food every amazing thing has happened today now we are telling us to leave and now the disciples are like why are you making us go he forced them constrained them and he said the in yes version it says immediately it's all of us and gloria has broken out everything has happened and he's like leave right now they're like what's going on what did we do wrong did we eat too much did we not serve people properly what just happened no explanation are you getting this no explanation jesus is like leave right now and they're like no 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 we don't, we don't want to go right now we saw today fish and bread multiply if you can teach that secret we don't have to earn for our living anymore we can keep multiplying <laughs> come on we are also serious today you know like we can all keep multiplying stuff and we can just look up to heaven give thanks and all of a sudden the one basket has become 12 basket five fish has become 25 and that's it we are the next level of glory everybody will follow us and we don't have to do anything anymore maybe that's what if i was there i would have thought like that okay and there jesus says right now leave my presence every time you encounter the glory of god there are times you're not called to stay in that glory continuously he doesn't want us to depend on him to glory to manifest his glory through his actions what i'm about to say i'll explain further in few minutes so he told them leave immediately and in fact the other king james was he constrained them this says immediately he made meaning he like took them put them in the boat says get into the boat and go before me to a location called betsaida he gave them the place to go he gave them a location to go every time you encounter god i'm talking to you guys god will always give you a new spiritual address to go into and he wants you to go from glory to never sit in one glory right there it's very deep it's going to get very deep so when you experience a certain kind of glory human beings we want to camp out in the same level but god will say there is more and for you to experience more he will tell you to the next assignment he will send you to the next thing you know why or else you will make a religion out of that glory even the glory that we experience if it remains in the same level not god but us we'll make a religion out of it i have news for you some of these revelations in the old orthodox churches 
is that right what i'm saying like churches some of the things that they're practicing right now it didn't come out just like that it happened because of glory encounters but they i they didn't move further from the glory to the next glory they said this is it this is how it happened so we practice the same thing no questions asked never asked the holy spirit what's next and they remained in the same template and now the glory has departed but the actions remain and that's when it becomes ekabod i am hearing that word ekabod means the glory has departed but the building is there raimonia takala bosiko but god is calling a people in this generation who will not attach themselves even to the glory but they will attach themselves to the god of glory there is a difference because if you attach yourself to glory we are very capable of creating a new religion what is their revelation speaking in tongues they never go beyond that you speak in tongues for what to get an interpretation but they stopped it to speaking in tongues you speak in tongues to prophesy but they stopped at speaking in tongues you speak in tongues and then you interpret the heart of god where is the heart of god so what are we doing every glory exposure we never want to go beyond it we stopped right there and that glory of god is living it will not live in something that's dead jesus saw his disciples and he said if i leave them in this mountain where 5000 people are fed the glory atmosphere is hovering there is a cloud of multiplication right there i will lose my disciples being their master he had to train them in a certain way so he told them get out and get going and i've given you a new assignment a new location called betsaida and you need to go right now i'm already prophesying over some of you people of god even on zoom i'm prophesying over you and there is a detail here he says go without me every glory exposure that you get from god you ready for this is not for you to say and say how cute the glory is how powerful the glory is how much goosebumps i felt that's not the intention i'm getting ready to step on all your toes there is no stones here so i know i won't be stoned right every glory encounter is not for you to watch experience or anything it is so that you can take a part of it with you in fact the burning bush encounter of moses was a reflection of moses it's the mic drop moment god was showing moses to himself i know i'm i'm talking from another dimension now if you ask me how you got it i cannot explain it in the flesh or outside of the flesh i don't know when moses saw the burning bush when he saw the bush which was on fire but the bush was not getting burnt it was a reflection of his own life he was supposed to be the deliverer on fire for god but he was not on fire for god anymore he was alive and the fire was on him but the fire and him had not become one ah rekaniantalabakoziko turiando 
I, I don't know if anybody got this on Zoom. Oh, Selem Mekoni on the robo. God was showing Moses to Moses. God was showing him, look, there is a life-giving plant and there is a fire on it. The fire is burning, but the plant is not on fire. And, and he, God was saying, I have made you the deliverer of Israel and the anointing goes on you, but you're not functioning in it. You're still living your own life, not the life I intended for you. You can be under the glory and the glory can never be part of you. Randoro. Come on, take 30 seconds. Begin to pray right now. This explains why in a room there can be 100 revivalists and nobody can see revival. May we never be that generation. May we never be that generation that God will tell you, I have anointed you to deliver my people, but you've never stepped into it. And you take the anointing to your grave and your bones will carry it to the ground. Where was Elisha's successor? So our Lord Jesus is the master of every soul. He looked at his disciples and he said, you experienced too much of my glory today. But you have to learn to carry my glory with you. Not just sit and entertain it like an entertainment business. And he said, leave me right now. And I'm not going to come with you. But this encounter should do something in you. Every encounter has a piece of God's imprint on it. Come on now. This is where you need to shout hallelujah. I like a talking crowd, okay? You know? Every encounter will leave a piece of God's imprint on your heart. Yeah, we heard that song. Oh, the potter's hand. There's a song, you know. His fingerprints are on me. How many times, people of God, he has put his fingerprint on you and has never remained? Because the pot, the clay says, I am too much that I don't want to be pliable. Pliable. What is pliable? I just heard that word. So what does it mean? Huh? There's a way of speaking to me in this stream. Pliable. So same God is making his disciples. The Lord is telling his disciples, right now I want you to be pliable in my hands. Flexible. Not sit like this glory of 5,000 multiplication is entertainment. You did it all. I gave you an opportunity. You didn't know what to do. So I've multiplied it for you. Now I'm giving you the next assignment. Go to Bethsaida without me. Because I want to teach you to go from glory to glory. And behold what happens. Well, we are catching up today. huh? We are, we are on speedboat today. And while he dismissed the crowd, so Jesus finished the service. He sent everybody home one by one. He told the crowd, go, go. Verse 46. And after he had taken leave of them, he went up on the mountain to pray. This is very interesting. Keep that detail in your heart. And after he had taken leave of them, he went up on the mountain to pray. So he got alone and he went up and began to pray. And when evening came, and when evening came, that means he prayed till evening. Okay. 
you're with me details make you powerful in the spirit and when evening came the boat was out on the sea meaning the disciples started their journey on the boat to go to bethsaida on a boat their journey their trajectory to next assignment was on the sea and he was alone on the land verse 48 and he saw that they were making headway painfully for the wind was against them and about the fourth watch of the night he came to them walking on the sea he meant to pass by them wow are you with me in the details from morning till evening what did jesus do he prayed people on zoom you're with me prayer is not a religion prayer is your communication with god the moment we mention prayer our religious minds will begin to tell it's a religious activity we don't need it anymore because truly somewhere we have not experienced prayer can i redefine prayer i think we are all being redefining prayer in this prophetic we are a prophetic house you know what is prayer conversation with god the simplest definition i can give you is two way communication now jesus was talking to the father from morning till evening let's put it like that he was having communion with the father it's as if like he was having coffee with his father he was having one on one with his heavenly father he was communing and he was telling them things and he was hearing it was it was a, he was praying mountain to pray till evening and by evening the disciples who were without jesus now were on the sea rowing rowing going nowhere get this detail struggling going nowhere painful and everything was against them and then the lord doesn't go to them immediately <laughs> timeline the evening has passed rowing rowing wind is blowing oh wow it's rhyming rowing rowing wind is blowing it is rhyming whoa what a rhyme <laughs> you know so they are rowing the wind is blowing and then going nowhere they are struggling they are stuck they are not able to get to fulfill their assignment to where the lord has sent and now the lord decides to come down to them by when by the fourth watch of the night i don't know what time that is do you know what is the fourth watch of the night to early morning 3 am to 6 am from evening to 3 am or 4 am my dear disciples not my disciples the lord's loved beloved disciples or rowing going nowhere maybe the lord said you guys ate too much <laughs> jesus is like you ate too much free food today too much of fish too much of bread 
simple multiplication i did and you all ate like you i'm just you know i'm joking right and now they're fasting for the next 12 hours rowing against the wind nothing is happening and now this is where i want your full attention and now the lord decides he came to them walking on the sea this is why jesus walked on the sea i told you all i want to show you why jesus walked on the water right come on now people on zoom you're all with me i'm with you too okay so why did jesus walk on the water is it to rescue them or to show them he can walk on water let's find out he came to came to them walking on the sea and please it somebody explain this to me why is everything rhyming he came to them walking on the sea and this is what the bible says he meant to pass by them let's go to king james version i want to see what the original says and about the fourth watch of the night he cometh unto them the bible says he came to them walking upon the sea and would have passed by them hey it's like i don't know how to they're all struggling going nowhere they're trying their best and jesus full the son of glory the king of kings and our master just keeps walking on the water <laughs> that is very very dramatic he just walks on the water and he doesn't stop by their boat he's like <laughs> just keeps going forward i don't know what to make are you with me i don't know what to make out of this moment and the bible says he meant to pass by them means he was going to pass by them and and king james version says and would have passed by them and watch the next detail verse 49 but when they saw him walking upon the sea they supposed it had been a spirit and cried out so the lord comes this close and he just tries to go forward he came as close as they could see him and yet could not recognize him he manages a distance where they will see him yet not recognize him this is the way he wants to manifest the next level of glory okay i i'm trying to put words to what i am hearing in my spirit there is a way in god you will he will come as close as to you and your spirit that you will recognize this is god but yet you won't be able to put your finger on it and say is this god and in that gap he rec- he wants you to recognize him as god because it is in that filling of that gap you promote from glory to glory come on now this is was the requirement for elijah he said what you are asked is very difficult 
but it can happen to you if you will see me go up in the spirit. Basically, he gave him an assignment to step into the glory which he has experienced, but he's not part of it. He has seen it, but he has not understood it. And Elijah says, if you can behold, see me going up in the spirit, what you asked is yours. So there is a side of Jesus that Elijah was talking about. Elijah was actually talking the language of Jesus, prophet Elijah. He was talking the language of Jesus. He was saying, there is a side of me as a prophet. I have, I have access to certain levels and dimensions which you don't understand. But what I can do is I can give you a glimpse of it as close as possible, but yet not give you access into it. But if you can fill that gap by your own hunger, by your own boldness, by your own faith, by your own tenacity to catch me in that gap, then you will have what I have. This is the key of the prophets to become like Elijah. Elisha, you have to see like him. Elijah was saying, if you want to be like me, I'm giving an invitation to become like me. I won't show you the 10 steps to your breakthrough. No, no, no. I will, I will expose you to the level of glory I carry, but I'll never give you part of it. I will keep it as close as you can see it, but I'll not give you access to it. But you have to do everything that is in the glory that you experienced in the past to access this level of glory so that you will never be stuck in the old glory and become a religion, but you will go from glory to glory, dimension to dimension, heaven to heaven, and you will be a free moving spirit without any limitations. Jesus was teaching a key to his disciples. If you ask me where I got this message, I'm getting this right now. So you need to understand if this word of Rema is coming to you, it's because he wants to carry you to another dimension. So... The rowing of the boat for 12 hours was to exhaust the glory they had in the past. That said, beautiful free food we enjoyed. And the Lord was now getting to the next level. I have seen people in my life. So the reason I'm saying this is we can experience extraordinary level of glory. But that glory, if it's not stewarded well, can break us away from God. That is why now Jesus is like, these guys, I want them. He meant to pass by them. He came this close and he said, okay, guys, now you can see me. Great. Now I'm going to walk away from you. And these guys are seeing Jesus in a kind of a distance where they can't recognize the face of Jesus. Are you getting it? And this is what they say. For they all saw him and okay, but when they saw him walking on the sea, they thought it was a ghost and cried out for they all saw him and were terrified. But immediately he spoke to them and said, take heart. It is I do not be afraid. Wow. 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 When they saw him walking on the sea, they thought, it was a ghost and cried out. Meaning, God was manifesting a level of glory. The Lord Jesus was manifesting a level of glory which nobody else had seen. He was only manifesting to his disciples. You with me? Please stay with me. He manifested a side of his glory where no other human being saw only 
his disciples saw that he could walk on water. It was another dimension. But he also knew in their soul, there was no capacity to understand that dimension. And he was giving them an opportunity still, still to understand God. Can I tell you what is the real deal in today's Christianity? What people don't understand, they fight. What they cannot perceive, they will call it of the devil. People pray, I want a prophet, I want a prophetic ministry, I want to really see. And when they get close to a prophet, they will un never understand the God side of that man, which is crazy, which even the, the man himself will not understand. Because he's like, okay, it's crazy. Okay. You know, you want to sleep for five hours and you're only slept for two hours. You've seen things and you don't know what to do about it. You, you're, you, 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 are, you don't know whether you are sleeping or you're waking. You, you go through a lot and you're praying and you're tired. You don't know. Your lifestyle is different. And even the man himself who's under the prophetic mantle will be struggling hard to understand. And now what can you expect people to understand him? Because there is a side, why I'm saying this is very important. Because there is a side of God's glory. It's very hard to understand. It will only be understand, understandable when your soul becomes pliable in the hands of God, in the hands of the Holy Ghost. Everybody is praying for a new move of God. But you bring a new move of God, they'll begin to question it because they cannot put their finger on it. That is why Jesus said, you guys, you are old wine. I, you know, I can't bring, you are like old wineskins, old soul. It is... It is, it is no more ready to build, no more ready to grow. You are stuck with your philosophies. You are stuck with your theologies. Now if I pour something which is fresh and new, you will just break and die. But blessed are those who are ready to expand their soul, who are ready to expand their spirit man. They are ready to make their soul pliable in the hands of God. They are never stuck to the past glory. What if I told you that the time is coming where we have to not lay hands on people for healing? Just like Jesus says, we speak and it is done. It is because your spirit can grow to a capacity greater than your physical body. That is why Smith Wigglesworth said, if you only see me in the spirit, my stature is bigger. Some assignments are given to people and their stature is too small in the spirit and they don't do anything. But you put a man who has tasted a glory and is ready to expand to the next level of glory and he's always stretching his soul's capacity. What is the reason Jesus walked on water? It was not to show off that he can walk. He wanted them to see a side of his glory which they do not understand but yet make an effort to understand. This is the assignment of the current church. And the church in North America and around the globe, we have left that assignment. God's glory is available, yet it is not in a place where you can define it, you can understand it, you're this close to it and you don't know how to manifest it, how to touch it. But yet God is showing it to you so that you will leave your comfort zone. You will leave your soul which is so yoked with everything old. You'll break out of it. And you will say, God, I want more. I want to leave my history behind me. And I want to go for the more that is in you. And God is looking for that generation. 
and that is why he's looking for firebrands he's looking for revivalists who will say lord not what you've done yesterday but there is more in my tomorrow and that is the reason he was showing that even elijah prophet he was not fulfilling his own desire to to like you know to poke somebody so that they will try their best to see him no he was giving his disciple a spiritual key he said if you can strive to become like me not even strive if you can journey in the spirit i'm talking too fast to qualify like me in the spirit you will become me beholding me you will become me so jesus was making them to behold him in a new level of glory and what did the disciples say ghost do you know why they said that do you know why they said that it was a projection of their soul what they do not understand they misjudge what they cannot comprehend they kill what they cannot understand they make it the devil it was a projection of their soul projecting on jesus and telling you are a ghost they were terrified they were not excited how close can you get to the glory of god and not be terrified please everybody look at me how close can you get to the glory of god and not be terrified is the level of your spiritual maturity my life to you guys in one sentence but let me say to people on zoom how close can you get to the glory of god and yet not be terrified of it yet not be familiar with it yet allow your soul to be renewed at that point is the level of your maturity my assignment is to stir people to go and do something which nobody else has done in their generation it is to raise up people to bring them to the full potential of what god has called them to be to increase their soul's capacity so i want to ask you this question jesus made their soul feel like he didn't want them they felt rejection before going to the next assignment now i'm talking the soul series i'm prophetically speaking before every new assignment there's a phase of rejection you will feel from the lord and you will feel as though that the lord has forsaken you i don't know lord i love you so much but yet you are like get out of my way go into your assignment rejection you know why you feel that rejection because you don't know him in the next level of glory talking to some people right now so there's no rejection talking to you you're hearing me in the spirit there's no rejection don't let any rejection to come before every new assignment you'll always feel a rejection and that rejection will make you feel you don't you're not needed but actually that rejection is the birth womb of next promotion come on now come on somebody somebody talk to me that rejection is the birth womb of next promotion and assignment the ability for you to say yes to a new assignment in your rejection come on now kharalokosik the ability for you to say yes 
to your new assignment in your rejection is the development of your soul's capacity. When you feel alone and yet you say, God is with me. Ah, that is the time God looks at you and say, I'm proud of her. I'm proud of him. You know, when God says, go and show me what glory you touched and put it to work. And you're rowing against the wind the whole night and nothing is working. And he's like, don't worry. You know what's happening behind the scenes? Now you need to ask me, why was he praying? That they will be kept from sinking. But in the middle of the sea, from morning till evening, evening till next morning, 24 hours swimming will do something to you. He was not there up on the mountain. I believe the Lord was talking to the father and saying, hey, look, I've given them an assignment. I've given them the grace. They've experienced my glory. But please, make sure that they don't drown tonight. Let them pass the test. <laughs> let, them, let them see me come through for them. Even they don't, they don't understand me, they misunderstand me. Even though they will call me a ghost when I appear before them. But yet give them grace to keep them alive. People of God, there is no loss in God. There is no rejection in God. There is no delay in God. There is no negativity in Him. If at all there is anything that your soul is saying, it's, in, it's on us. Because we have not understood Him. May our souls become pliable tonight onwards. That it will never point fingers at God, but will say, I am ready to be plied in the hands of my maker. You might say there is no way out of this, but there is a way and God knows it. Because you don't know, that's why you don't know. Because he knows, he's God. Stop being God over your own life. Let him be God. <laughs> that's a very blunt prophecy to somebody. I know who I'm talking to. Because he's God, let him be God. You, you know, some people, I will do this only if I know 100 steps. All the best, brother. You will see in part and prophesy in part. Even God has a way of withholding information and revelation. Not everybody sees everything, please. If any prophet comes and tells you, even if I come and tell you, I know everything, that's dangerous grounds. I'm putting myself in the shoes of God. He's called the all-knowing one. Your soul is created in a way. You're with me, please. That you don't have to know everything and still trust him. <sighs> Open your mouths and say with me tonight, God, I trust you with my life. This one prayer, if you can make it a reality in your life, oh, your soul will be ready for the next level of glory. When you see him appear to you like a ghost, you'll still not be terrified. You'll say, God, this is too much. But still, I love you. Still, I understand you. I trust you with my life. Because you gave it to me. Don't ask God why you made me. If you can trust this God, Lord, I trust you with my life, with my soul. Even though things look terrifying, but I won't call you a ghost. But I will say, Lord, I trust you with my life. The very reason you're able to say that without sinking in that water down deep under is because he prayed for you even before he came to you.
stop being an old wine skin now on say god i'm going from glory to glory no more religion every day when i wake up in my life i'm waking up with enthusiasm in my spirit i'm waking with my soul ready to be pliable in the hands of my maker i am telling my spirit get ready for adventures of the prophetic in your life get ready for glory encounters we are not going to be stuck in yesterday's glory we are going forward in life and we'll never stall in one place in the spirit you know sometimes maybe you you will never see movement around you but keep moving in the spirit your surroundings will catch up to it 